0: Here's Christoph with today's episode. Let's go. Hey, 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 business storytellers. How's everyone doing? Hey, pay attention to me. Pay attention to me. Are you paying attention? Who doesn't want consumers to pay attention to their brand? But you know what? It's getting harder and harder, right? People are spending money. People don't have enough time. I know my time is limited. I mean, I'm looking around. I get an email. And it doesn't grab my attention. Guess what I do. I move on, certainly, it helps if I know the brand or if I know the person that emails me, but sometimes you know what people email me and they said, "Did you check my last email? No, I didn't. Did I respond to it? Seriously, you don't have my attention. You're not attracting me, my attention to you. So today we want to talk about how do we attract consumers to our brands. Um, On the show, we have Brian Gregory. He's the founder and CEO of Admanity. He's developed a protocol to actually figure these things out and and, uh, works with brands, trying to figure out how do we get those brands in front of people. Brian, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, Christophe. I'm happy to be here. It's going to be fun. We're going to talk about all kinds of cool stuff. Cool stuff. And we always, we still
0: fist bump because there's no handshaking thanks to COVID and really appreciate you making the time. So tell me, why are you so interested in helping brands attract consumers? And I mean, why, why is that? A, is it a big problem for people to do that?
1: Well, we think so. And in my past history, I was a publisher in a former life and my job was to sell ads. And then I hope those ads would work so that the people would keep paying for the ads, right? And a lot of times it didn't. In fact, most of the time, the ads would fall to the wayside because people who were running them didn't really understand what to put in them to attract Mm -hmm. the eyeballs, to attract a new customer. And so they were constantly dropping out and trying, uh, running their ads in every magazine in town, trying to find one that would work for them when it was really the ad that they needed to find that would work for them. And so emotionally, we respond to things all the time. We're humans. We respond to emotional stimulus. But if, if, like you said in your intro, If there's just nothing there to grab you, then we emotionally aren't stimulated. We lose interest very quickly. We move on. And so there's a huge need in the business community to understand what attracts another human being, especially to an advertising message. And when we
0: talk about other humans, um, we're talking B2B and B2C, right? I mean, we have that debate every once in a while on here. Because some people will die on the hill that B2B is so different. And I'm saying, get out of here. You're off the show. I mean, you don't have to leave if you disagree with me (laughs) until we're done. But, um, you know, B2B buyers are people,
1: too. Yeah, we get the same question over here at Admanity. You know, it doesn't matter until we're all cyborgs with cybernetic brains uh, inside our heads. Maybe Elon Musk gets a hold of us. Uh, We're all human at the end of the other uh, at the end of the Zoom call or the phone or whatever you're you're communicating with other people with, and as long as your customer is people, then it is emotions that will hook them. And uh, we are all similarly wired in our in our minds. So whether he's a B two B or a B two C, he or she considers themselves a human being. Talk to them in the way humans like to be spoken to.
0: You know, it's interesting too, when you talk about ads, one of my favorite stories when it comes to ads was to this day, and this is not that many years ago, it's years ago, but not decades ago. And the salesperson says, advertising doesn't work for us. And I said, what do you want? What do you mean by that? And they said, nobody clicks on the ad. And get, let me be clear, there are ad campaigns. Well, you don't need people to click, right? I mean, healthcare. If you're just trying to raise awareness of your healthcare system, you could care less if people click. You just want them to know who you are when they need help, right? You're not going to make them sick anyway. It's just because you have an ad. And he said, nobody clicked. I said, let me see the ad. I'm like, there's no reason to click on this ad. Doesn't say click here. Doesn't say learn more. Doesn't say anything that would give me any indication that I would have to click even if I wanted to. So something something to keep in mind. So talk about um, you focus mostly on advertising, organic. Like what? Where do you spend your time?
1: Well, we're trying to help the world see their brand through a different set of lenses. Most businesses, uh, when when asked, "Hey, create an ad for yourself. Show us what you got. Write an email." And they start listing all the facts and the, and the dates and the features and all the things that they know they do really well. But the reader of the ad is going to be uh, convinced by completely emotional uh, other means. They, they really don't care, to be honest, about all of the wonderful things that you do. All they care about is what will it do for them. And so we try to help people with the storytelling of their brand, the emotional triggers that will make people want to know more about the brand. Um, uh, the, the words, the copywriting, most people are not copywriters. So we like to give our customers all the words that would sell their brand and the colors, even colors can make up to 85% of a purchase decision. The wrong colors sets the wrong mood. Uh, so there's so much that goes into this, 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 this shaping of a mood that says, I would like to buy now. And you can't just hammer it right off the top and say, why don't you buy some of this? You have to have them feel like buying. We buy because we feel like it, not because we're told to. And and too many ads are just dictating the sale. They are not creating the feeling. Once you create the feeling, now you'll start to make money.
0: What's interesting about that too, I totally agree. And I've made decisions before, emotional decisions, based on who I knew or who I liked or whatever, right, for a product and the product didn't even hold up to the promise, quite frankly. But I used the product longer just because of that emotional connection. Now, at some point, the product has to hold up, quite frankly, right? So at some point, the features matter. At some point, some of those things matter. But here, I'll give you this quick story. When I hate, hate, hate being on sales calls, on being being sold to, being asked questions about my strategy. And here's the thing, Brian, you you can gather my strategy by listening to one podcast episode. You know what I'm saying? Or read my blog. I'm, I'm a pretty open book. You don't need to ask me any questions. And I hate those. So when people come to me and they do that model, like I emotionally almost disqualify them. I say almost because if I really need it and they're the only ones in the market, I might still be convinced. But what I'm saying is, emotionally i can't even get over that hurdle same thing right
1: yeah it's a good point christoph because if you don't get approached the right way you turn off instantly you move on you say i would rather be doing anything but this this <laughs> yep. doesn't appeal to me right this 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 whole process and i can only just reiterate i'm going to throw a number out and just i'll live with the number i'm going to say over 95% of the ads created by small businesses all over the world really don't really have much of a chance of moving the needle for them. Not because it's not true, not because they don't care, not because they're not smart people and they don't have a good product. It's because they phrase and present themselves in a factual and let's face it a, a less appealing manner. It's all true. It's all good, but it doesn't raise a single emotion. And if you look at the biggest brands in the world, I mean, the big ads that you see on your TV every night, it's like a clinic in how to do it. And they don't sit there and brag about their Tuesday specials and this and that. And one thing after another, they raise an emotion and they leave you with a thought and they create a memory and they're done. It's like a it's like a a bomber. It goes over the target. It drops its bombs and it gets out of town. That's what those commercials are designed to do, not to educate you. And so to be successful. Be emotional.
0: What's interesting about that, too, totally agree with you. Um, Of course, there's some ad creators, especially on TV, that go too far the other way, right? You're like, oh, this is really emotional, very touching. And then you're like, what was it for? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? So we we always had, there's always a spectrum for everything in life. And I think um, somewhere it's probably in the middle, maybe closer to emotional than, uh, you know, the, the, the um, just here's the facts, here's the features, whatever. Um, plus, the other thing is many, many products have very, very similar features, right? I mean, mm-hmm. look at live streaming products. I mean, at the end of the day, they're all relatively close to each other. I mean, Restream has one more feature that's a little bit different than everything else I've seen in the market. But, you know, if you don't need that one feature, it's not going to, like, That's not going to be the differentiator for you to use Restream over um, StreamYard or whatever it might be. Now, talk about you're the creator of the Admanity protocol. So I'm a big fan of um, structure, of um, frameworks, anything I can repeat. I think, you know, when we talked about this show, when we started, you can see it on the show. It's very structured, right? We follow the same model. Like, yes, we're having a conversation. Yes, it's organic. But it's pretty structured, right? It's a, it's a framework. Um, so tell me about that protocol and what is it? How did you come up with it and, and, and
1: how do people use it? Sure. It's um, it was a seven-year process to come up with the algorithms that would guide any small business to a successful advertising or marketing outcome. And what we did is we studied the best ads of the last 100 years. We just looked at the ads that were zero to hero performers ones that took companies from literally near bankruptcy or failing or just kind of puttering along doing nothing to what would you'd say now is an overnight success and some of these companies became billion dollar companies very very quickly once they hit formula you're talking about structure formulas in advertising exist some creative people don't want to admit that but when we look at the same ads over and over It's the same formula underneath. Maybe it's a different family. Maybe the dog is a different color, but it's the same formula being used in this message because certain formulas are appealing to us as consumers of them. And so they continue to use formulas. So what we did is we figured out that there's 15 emotions of all the human emotions. There's 15 that sell stuff. And they are always in these formulas. We, every successful ad we looked at, we could find one or two of the 15 emotions always in the formula. And so we started to make note of this. And those formulas turned into an algorithm. And the algorithm turned into an online test. Five minutes of your time. Take some simple true-false questions about your brand. And voila. We know the emotions of your brand that will sell you. We know the upsells. We know the words, the phrases, the metaphors. We know the colors. We know all of your advertising formulas that you should be using because it's all based on human emotion and what will trigger them. And that is the Ad Manity protocol. And we're the only company I know, I think we're the only company in the world that can do this. And um, it's pretty cool when people see their brand explained back to them in an emotionally attractive way.
0: Well, and I'm sure it's probably humbling sometimes and eye-opening as well to see what we're seeing. Um, A couple of different things that I found very interesting, in what you just mentioned there. First of all, um, I read this story somewhere about how um, songs, the top songs, follow a formula, right? And I can't explain it to you, how it works, what the formula is, what the, you know, I just, I like some songs and I don't like other songs, but some of the top performing songs over decades have followed the same formula. So if it works in that model, it certainly works everywhere else. The other thing, and maybe we can talk about some of these um, 15 emotions um, that I found interesting, is you said, every ad, maybe every piece of content that we should be looking at, has one to two of those emotions. And the reason I wanted to point that out I'm looking at you guys out there. I know there's some people out there. They want to use everything every time they do anything, right? Like, oh, we have this to sell. We have that to sell. Sign up for my newsletter. All these different calls to action, blah, blah, blah. But I can't create a piece of content that covers 15 emotions, right? I have to prioritize and be strategic. Um, How difficult is that for companies and and, and how do they help? Or is that just me being negative Nelly over here?
1: No, no, you're absolutely right. You can't, uh, you can't give too many emotions it's uh, you know it's like going to a, to a paint store and buying all the paint and you're going to have a mess at the end of it and the confused mind will always say no no matter how emotional you, you become so what we came up with is a simple formula and this is what we give all of our clients it's called see how see if you can grasp this one one plus two equals three okay that's that's the whole formula if you can do that you can do ad Manatee. So what the one is is, is a mo- one emotion, two is a second emotion. So two emotions are gonna be in this ad and that will equal our goal emotion. So if you're the, for example, if you're an authority brand that's a brand based on trust, we're gonna share with you how to create authority, a, a desire for authority using two other emotions and that will make people want to buy the authority brand. We don't come out and say, we're the authority brand. We're number one. You should trust us. We're experts and we're great because nobody does what they're told, (laughs) but they do what they feel like. So we're going to show you how to create a feeling of a desire for the authority brand. So it's their idea. And uh, so it's always really, and most of our formulas are two uh, emotions combined together. It's so simple. I mean, you could literally do this with a crayon and we show people, this is all it is. You think advertising is uh, very complicated because it's, it's beating you and it's, it's winning and you're not getting the results you want, but the results will always be found in a more simpler f- approach than what you're probably doing and it will always be emotional. So we just show you the emotions. Do this. This is what humans like. Just do that. That's all you have to do and that's all you see in all the successful commercials.
0: What's interesting about that too is just, you know, I see marketing plans over the years. um, Some of them have never been implemented because they just come up with a plan and that was their plan to make a plan, but then they didn't think about implementing it. But, you know, it says things like, we want to sound authoritative. We want to sound educational. We want to sound friendly, whatever, right? But what that doesn't address is how do you actually do that? And when I heard you just talk about that is, It kind of sounded like, you know, when you're I don't I'm not going to get the colors correctly, but, you know, when you want to create blue, you can mix like orange and yellow. I don't know what the colors are, but you can mix two other colors to get that blue. Right. You don't literally actually have to get um, a buy a blue color. Um, So that's kind of what I heard you talk about a little bit there. But how do companies how do they do that? How do they think? I mean, is it is it as easy? As saying, this is what I want to sound like. What do I have to say to make people believe it? Or how, how, how do they do that?
1: Well, I'll give you a modern day example and, and, and just show how simple it is. GEICO was formerly a very, a, not a very well-known insurance company. It stands for Government Employee Insurance Company. That's what GEICO means. Now, you know, years ago, you never heard of them. Now they're the number two insurer in the United States. What happened? Well, they started running formula perfect commercials, and their formula is 15 minutes could save you 15%. That's greed. That's save money, save time. So they want to make that point. You'll save money, save time. And we're gonna make you laugh. We're gonna do a, a spoof on something, it has absolutely n- nothing to do with insurance. Uh, we're gonna have cavemen and everything else, and 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 lizards and things that are just nuts, because we want you to like. Insurance for just a moment and save time, save money. So that's it. It's just save time, save money, and make you laugh. Now, how's that work for them? Well, they're in the number two insurer and they're breathing down the necks of State Farm. And now, State Farm, Liberty Mutual, uh, Allstate Farmers, the top six insurers are all using save some money and laugh. And guess what? All six are in the top six. So it a good formula. Uh, works for everybody that uses it. You don't have to be the only guy in town uh, with a good formula. If you see a competitor across the street succeeding with a great formula, just just do it because it's probably going to work for you too. And this is a huge mistake, Christoph. that I'll tell everybody out there. Small businesses assume that because they're small, They have to have small tactics. They can't do what the big guys are doing. And the absolute opposite is true. You should do exactly what the big guys are doing. Use the same emotions, they're free. Use the same words, they're free. Use the same colors, they're free. Use the same formulas, they're free. Just don't spend as much as they're spending, right? Spend in your your local neighborhood, but use the same emotional triggers to sell your thing if you sell a similar thing. And that's what we show people how to do. You can do this, folks. You can do it exactly like the big guys, and you can have the kind of results that they're getting.
0: What's interesting about that, I was just Googling it because I couldn't remember the insurance. I don't think you actually mentioned this insurance, um, but memorability is so important. And, you know, Baker Mayfield, of course, sounds like he might be traded, I don't know, We're once out of Cleveland, I guess. But um, his commercials with Progressive, Yes. are just so memorable, oh the dogs, yeah, they got a whole section, you know what I mean like they're just they're very memorable, yeah. and I don't know I don't know uh, you know if you have any thoughts on how his commercials fit into your your formula and mm-hmm. the emotions, but at the very least they're so memorable, and so are state farm the 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 problem with some of those um companies for me is I know when it didn't work, when the product didn't hold up, I'm not going to say who it is or whatever. So I also have that negative emotion in the background, right? I don't use any, I don't use State Farm, for example. Um, But how about Baker Mayfields? What's what's like the emotion he is after? I mean, it's kind of ha-ha.
1: Funny. They the same. They're the other six. I think it's uh, it's State Farm, Geico, Progressive, Allstate, Liberty Mutual, and Farmers. So those are your, those are your top six brands in the in the car insurance market. They're all using the exact same formula. In our webinar, we go over this. We show you all of the ads are the same. They make you laugh about something, whether it's bundling or getting it done your way. Um, only pay for what you need, right? So it's all about savings and switching. And so that's all they're doing, and they're all using it. And, uh, you know, so the commercials don't have to make uh, absolute perfect sense. They just have to make make it memorable. So anytime we're running an ad, we want we want people to either like us, to buy us or to remember us. Those are the three goals of an ad. You want to I want them to like the brand. We'll get around to buying. I want them to buy the brand right now. Or I just want them to remember me for later. I just want to plant that seed. So a lot of times that's all they're they're doing. So, for example, like Skittles. Skittles is a ridiculous ad. Skittles tells you you can taste the rainbow. Well, that's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. No one's done it yet. Yet it's working and they wouldn't keep running the ad because your subconscious mind believes somewhere there's a rainbow just waiting to be tasted. Even though that's ridiculous to your conscious mind, your subconscious is looking for that opportunity. And someday you may just buy a bag of Skittles to see what all the, uh, what all the fuss is about. Uh, and so it's the memory, the memory, the memory of the brand don't forget us we're right here, and that's how it's done.
0: yeah, and so when you talk about smaller businesses, um, i I know some businesses they um, they try to prioritize right like um, you know marketing can be can come further down the road, content strategy even further um, but of course we we see we've seen companies that build their entire business. On good content strategy, right? We've seen companies that build their entire business on good marketing one way or another. Um, and then I have smaller businesses, and I think we've done a show on this before, um, that don't even build a website, not even a simple one. I mean, building a little website has never been easier, right? Um, why, why are smaller businesses not using some of these tactics? Is it just an excuse or are they, they're, they're fearful? It's not going to work. And how do, they, how do they do it? How do they get started?
1: It's a great question. You know, One of the reasons we got started as Ed Manity was we realized that there's this huge gap in the market. The poor small business person didn't get educated in college. Half of them didn't even go to college. So they don't have advanced marketing classes, PhDs and MBAs. They don't know all this stuff. And then you combine that with the tech industry, which I guess I'm part of. And it just keeps coming out with new stuff and new toys to play with all the time. There's no possible way to keep up with it. I always say that the tech train is moving at 300 miles per hour. And its only job is to stay ahead of you. And because they never want you to catch up to it. They just want you to buy it. So there's so many choices now for small businesses. And it's almost uh, created a, a just almost paralysis for them because they can't really ever get ahead of it and they feel lost and they should. So what we say is, Hey, take a step back, take a breath. You don't have to master all of this stuff. Go back to the primal emotions. The ones we talk about, happiness, fear, ego, greed, transformation, change, um, you know, uh, excitement. These types of emotions you're born with, these are the primals. These are the 15. And if you just focus on those, you can sell anything on earth because these 15 have sold everything on earth and they will always sell everything on earth. Your children's children's children should master these 15 emotions because that's what's working. All the tech is, 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 window dressing and it's beautiful and it's awesome. But at the end of the day, it's these 15 emotions that make you buy. And that's what people need to master. That's what we show them how to do. We just give it to them. Here's the formulas. There you go. Well,
0: you know, obviously I am I work for a tech company and I, I do think tech can make our lives a lot easier, um, but also kind of along the lines of what you just said, you know, I want to use the tech in the most efficient way. I'll give you a quick example. Some listeners have heard me say this before. We do the podcast live. We do it on video. Why do we do that? Do I have to do a podcast live? Absolutely not. But what I'm doing is... I'm trying to get the most reach out of our show that we can get. And the reason we do that, the you know, the, the way to do that is you do a live stream. And now because we have a video, it goes on TV. It's been on DBNA television for I don't know over a year, you know, every morning at I think 8:30 Eastern time. So, my point is don't just do one-offs. Figure out How do you tie it all together? How do you use it in as many places as possible? That doesn't mean you have to use it everywhere, but just kind of figure that out. What can you do? Brian, in the last minute here, tell us how can people get involved with your protocol? How can they connect with you? Um, That sort of thing. We have about 50 seconds left.
1: Sure. Uh, You can go to admanity.com. You'll find... uh, shows that we've been on. There's a webinar you can watch, uh, learn all about what we do. Tons of information just right there on admanity.com. And if you'd like, you can obviously buy the Admanity protocol for your own business. Um, Also, if you're a B2B sales organization, we have a way to use the protocol to help your salespeople sell more. So ask us about that. I'm also on LinkedIn, Brian Gregory. Uh, Just look at Brian Gregory, Admanity, you'll find me. I'm not a LinkedIn snob. I will actually uh, uh, engage with you and we can get to know each other on LinkedIn. That's my best um, social media place. And we have a free gift for everybody. If you go to admanity.com forward slash how emotions sell, all one word, you get a nice free report on how Admanity's program works and what we do and how we do it. So just just go how emotions sell after Admanity.com dot com forward slash
0: yep. connect with brian on linkedin he is not a linkedin snap um, <laughs> neither am i but don't just sell to me on linkedin friends please 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 brian thanks for joining me it was my pleasure to learn about the
1: protocol thanks Gustav i had a great time thanks for having me
0: that's a wrap thanks for tuning in please rate and review our show on your favorite podcast channels And don't forget to share this episode with your networks. We appreciate you. Until next time, let the best story.